You are now listening to Carly's Couch. I'm Carly. And I'm Lex. In this podcast, we discuss a wide array of topics about life and how to live your best life. Whatever that looks like for you. Hope y'all enjoy. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Carly's Couch. This week, we are talking all about beginner's mind, what it is, how you can incorporate it into your life, and why it's so important. How you doing today, Lexi? <laughs> like you put a different hat on. I'm I'm feeling good. Um, I would say we've had a good day thus far. We went hiking this morning. Shout out Earl. Hey. Uh, fans of the podcast, meet at meet at the park. Nah, not really. Because <laughs> I don't really. I'll be kind of creeped out if a bunch of people pulled up. Um, nah, but yeah, it's been a good day. Good week. Really good week actually. And in general, I would say that things are going very well. Yeah, same. Um, I'd say I'm a little sleepy, <laughs> mm-hmm. but peaceful. Overall, peaceful. Been reading a lot and spending intentional time for myself, like hiking. So, yeah, it feels good. You just sleepy today, or are you saying, because I remember you were talking about being tired last time, too. Um, No, I'm just sleepy today. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah. It is I, Saturday. It's like, all right, we can. Yeah, be chilling. Chillin'. There's there's no rush. Why are we in a rush? That's one, I was, one thing I've been telling myself all week is, like, just slow down. Slow down. Why, why are you rushing everything? Unless you have something that you need to do. Valid. In which case, if you prepare, you don't have to rush. But that's a whole other episode. Um, Today, we're talking about beginner's mind. And it's perfect when thinking about slowing down. Um, This is a concept in Buddhism. And there's a quote that says, in the beginner's mind, there are many possibilities. In the expert's mind, there are a few. And that's according to a Zen master, Shunru Yu Suzuki. What do you mean by that? <laughs> um, it's a mindset based on the Zen Buddhist principle of Shoshin. And so think about a beginner. Like if it was your first time mm-hmm. to ever paint, you're going to take your time and look at the paintbrushes and be like, oh, okay, this one's big. This one's little. You just look at the paint. You might feel the paint. You're kind of looking at the colors, feeling the canvas. It's just using that beginner's mindset and approaching life like that so to begin something for the first time means confronting not knowing and the insecurity around allowing questions and mistakes Um, I think as we get older we lose our sense of wonder and awe whenever we do things because we think we know things or have experiences with them and then things can just become mundane so whenever you're using this beginner's mind you start to see things in a new light it opens up like a world of possibilities Uh, what is it called or how would you describe a person who Um, Because I feel like as you were saying, it's like, "Hmm, I'm not always like that, though. But uh, who start doing something for the first time, but you go into it like you do know what's going on. Um, That doesn't. And I feel like, sorry to cut you off. I I feel like that doesn't also it's not like mutually exclusive to saying you're not open to learning and seeing what happens. But like going into it still like, all right, I'm going to. You know, at least having an idea and like a maybe a visualization of like, all right, I'm going to go and I'm my first time painting. I'm going to paint this and make it, you know, it's going to be awesome and great. Is that not having beginner's mind if you have kind of like that confidence around a thing? No, no, no. I think you can have a confidence and saying like approaching life with beginner's mind doesn't mean like, all right, go into this client meeting and act like you've never been here Mm -hmm. before. It's not like that. (laughs) (laughs) It just means detaching from your own like prefabricated concepts in order to Mm. be able to see things in a new light. For example, um, if you have like a relationship with a friend or your parent or somebody who's always negative, like Mm. you just know. And so every time you answer the phone, you're like, oh my God. And you answer the phone, you're like, oh, you have, have three minutes. 
what if one day you just give them a chance to not be like that? Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. what could you see in them? What could you see? Oh, they're actually hurting. Maybe it's not they're always negative. They just want to be hurt. Or maybe it's this. So you're so approaching relationships mm-hmm. like that. Um, for example, like if you're driving to work and you stop seeing things. And I think that's a great thing. If you take a certain drive enough, you just stop seeing it. You can literally kind of zone out and just be wherever you are and be so like, fuck, pull I up to the spot. Thing. Like, I don't even remember how I got here. Exactly. <laughs> but people do that through life. And I think mm-hmm. that's why beginner's mind is so important because, you know, you could take a new street and like, wow, look at those beautiful flowers. Wow. I'm so grateful. For, I'm so grateful today. Or man, what would it look like if I approached, you know, exercise and tried a whole new class or tried to, to try something new that I didn't know what I was doing. Mm-hmm. So basically it's just a mental framework and a reminder to encourage you to see the world with fresh eyes every day, to be present, to slow down, um, and to be in awe of appreciation of, you know, the people, especially the people and the things around mm-hmm. you and your experiences. It sounds like uh, having a beginner's mind means not taking anything for granted, um, whether that's people or time or the things that you know or think you know. What do you feel about that statement? I would agree with that 100%. <laughs> you all hype? Yeah, I got hype. So I'm like, she gets it. She gets it. I know what I'm talking about. Because when you think about like, okay, just, you know, have fresh eyes to it. Like just because, um, you know, your girlfriend was mad yesterday. And it's like, if it's different when you approach things like, oh, she about to be mad. So you already kind of go in kind of uh, versus if you're like, hey, you know, and just talk to the regular. And sometimes you can kind of flip or open up something different or something new. Um, but also with this, I think a lot about, uh, work. So thinking about this in a work sense, um, and the idea of beginner's mind kind of being opposite, I don't know exactly opposite, but different from having an expert point of view to like, okay, this is how you do it and being open and, and maybe that allowing you to be a little more creative or, um, allowing you to maybe listen to other folks' opinions a little more and think about something else or, or give somebody else a chance to do something. Um, I feel like I see a lot of value there because when you're the expert or when this is how it goes or this is how you think it should be, um, you kind of are putting yourself in a box a little bit. And so in some spaces I see it as like a way to be a little bit more creative and to see more and to experience more. And then on the other side, it's kind of like not taking things for granted. Absolutely. And I think that's a great example for work. Um, And I love that quote at the beginning. And I originally had a bunch of research in here, too, because they, you know, pulled a whole bunch of experts and um, there was no creativity because people know the rules. They know you can't do this thing and you have to do this thing and it has to look like this. But can you imagine like coming into, you know, like a new client and thinking about marketing and and not knowing all of those things and being like, well, what if we tried this? And you're like, oh, you know what? Mm -hmm. That's kind of a cool idea. Mm -hmm. And then applying all of your actual knowledge to it. And so um, I think that that's a good like thing is like who's to say that the last way you learn something is now the best way and is infinitely Mm -hmm. the only way you should ever do something. Mm -hmm. And you said this came from Buddhist teachings, but is there something like somebody who's written about this or it's come back up in some type of like productivity article or podcast or anything? Actually, no, um, I studied some mindfulness and meditation. I took like a course at USC because there's. Recently? Um, No, and when I was in school. But um, I took this this course about mindfulness, and um, we did a eating meditation, like a mindful eating meditation, and it was all about Mm. the concept of um, beginner's mind. So if you have never had Mm. a – we started with raisins, and then we did chocolate, and then something else. 
I know, but if you've never had a raisin before, imagine like never seeing this foreign thing before and you're like, well, how would you approach it? And then just trying to approach like life like that. So it just kind of hit me the other day because um, I, I guess I guess I lied. I guess I'll take that back. I was reading a book and it was like, lying, damn, um, it was like um, approaching approach things with a sense of wonder and mm -hmm. curiosity. And that will change your whole life. So mm -hmm. in, instead of going into everything, like letting your lens of anxiety or trauma or, you know, just learned experiences always color what's going on. If you always have a sense of wonder, what can you open yourself up to? And I actually wrote a blog about this about <laughs> maybe 10 years ago. Nine years ago. On um, what? You had a different On um, Beginner's Mind. Um, for, I was writing for this brand called Loving On Me. It's mm -hmm. like a self-love website. I remember seeing that name. Did that used to be your username or something? No, that or? was my uh, mentors. That's how my mentors okay, company. Okay. And so I used to be a monthly blogger. Mm. And one of my posts was about, you know, this sense of awe and wonderment and how kids and, pup kids and puppies have it right. Like mm. how they approach Always life. Excited. Oh, my God. They just, man. And even when they get hurt, they cry. Mm. And then they let that shit go and keep it moving. Mm -hmm. Like dogs, you step on their paw. Arr! But then they're okay. Like, you know, they're not going <laughs> to. Every time what? you see, you like, Arr! I mean, um, unless it's doing too much. Well, yeah, if you're abusing them, then that's that's different. <laughs> um, but I think that beginner's mind is so important because it can just, like you said, creativity, but also help you just enjoy life a little bit more. Mm. But is there anything that you can lose by approaching everything? Like, oh, with a sense of wonder, does that make you more naive in certain situations? Or maybe does that make you do things slower like if it's like in work situations like is there a balance you think that maybe you should have with this I think so and I think that's a good transition to what beginner's mind is not oh okay um and so <laughs> so what it is not is keeping the same zest or excitement that you have for something the very first time you've ever done it or ever or like received mm -hmm. it so for example when you just got your I iPad don't add brand new every time yeah like every day like oh my god like oh mm -hmm. like when you open a Christmas present and then the next time you see it it's just not quite as exciting mm -hmm. but then you don't want to get to the point where you see and you're like man that thing sucks you can still be grateful for it and like man what new things can I try or what can I do um, but, but I do have that with some things. I wonder maybe what's the difference and why, for example, if I have some flowers, like I'll literally every day I look at them like, Oh man, these are like, I'll really like be excited. But then of course some things, no, you know, like I'm yeah. still opening my iPad. Like this is the best purchase I made all year. I can't wait to buy but it. Definitely not people. Definitely not. Yeah, you know, not I everything. Think it can't go for everything, but it, that like that's not what it's not. So don't think, man. I have to be excited about everything in the world. Oh, okay, because right that's not even real. Like, no, to be excited all the time. But that's impossible. And I'm mm -hmm. like one of the most excitable people that I've ever met. And I just that's a very unrealistic state to expect anybody or anything to keep. So it's not just trying to always be excited about mm -hmm, something. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because that comes off as fake too, Bruh. But you can, but you can. Appreciate, or maybe, but it still doesn't necessarily mean appreciating either, huh? Mm -mm. Okay, I don't think so. Okay, what else is in it? Um, it's not letting people take advantage of you or being naive. For Ooh. example, um, we talked about gaslighting a few episodes ago. If you haven't, go ahead and run that whole back. But if you've been gaslit in a relationship, <laughs> not watching on <laughs> what it's not is just letting that tox toxic, I hate that word, but that toxic person or that gaslighter continue to do those things. No, it's like walking away from situations mm -hmm. that don't serve you. But if it is a relationship that you care about or like a friendship or something, like maybe someone's going through a hard time, like maybe you try to look at them with fresh eyes. If you're feeling a dip in your relationship, maybe you take mm -hmm. off all your preconceived notions and let the person be the person and mm -hmm. see them for the beauty of who they are instead of like all of the, letting all of their words so, color them. So beginner's mind is not letting shit slide. Absolutely. So not. you still can 
have valid feelings about a thing. You can still be hurt or mm-hmm. feel whatever. Um, but if you do make a choice to forgive somebody or down the road, it's like, all right, you know, this relationship is important or whatever beginner's mind can play a part in you as a person think about how you could approach this in a way is like you know remembering why you care about them or why is this relationship important um and really sometimes you do you can kind of refocus on the positives or the things about them that you know are cool are working you may have to change the relationship still right like Mm -hmm. maybe the nature of the relationship might change still so it doesn't have to be letting things slide Mm-mm. And and I don't think it should be. Um, I think a good example of this is me and my mom. Like we haven't always had the best relationship, and mm-hmm. there was a time like where she didn't respect my boundaries, and so I had to, we had to take a little break. Um, but then she came back and respected them. But mm-hmm. but if I if I always looked at her in the negative light that They'll I never had, let it go, and I never let it go, and every time she caught, I was like, oh. Mm-hmm. Then our relationship, we wouldn't be where we are. We have the best relationship we've ever had, and it's only because I've been able to let go of that, and she's been able to let go of you know whatever was going on with mm-hmm. me, and just trying to see things in new eyes. And when you do that, I think it allows you to see how human somebody is, mm-hmm. and that maybe even though yes, they might have hurt you, or yes, whatever is difficult, that there might be more to it than them just being mm-hmm. an asshole mm-hmm. or them just being whatever and so i think it allows space for healing um mm-hmm. and growth especially and maybe in relationships. they do get a little better or change or whatever but maybe, maybe they don't but if they do i guess it's still like you kind of did your part from by making a space um if you want to leave space for something to change or be different mm-hmm. exactly and having a beginner's mind is almost like having space for alternative space for change okay yeah Look, so- i keep bringing it back in like all right now no i love it use keep- the term Keep doing it. It's a, it's about that sense of awe and wonderment, like that excitement that those flowers give you when you wake up and see them. That feeling is just allowing yourself to open up. Oh, man. Yeah, I tell my partner now sometimes, like, I'm very, I've realized how conflict-averse or avoidant I am now. And so, but it's interesting because sometimes, like, if we're about to get an argument or we are in an argument or there's a conflict, not nah, low-key, I'd be excited. Like, all right, this is this is a chance to, like, figure out, like, what could I say different? Or, or even if I'm messing up, it's like, oh, this is a great chance because I know we'll talk to like you know figure it out and then you can still be like even cooler after that um but then it still sucks being like going through the conflict but, so but if you didn't have an like because you're saying you were you know your conflict avoidant or averse or whatever if you never tried to look at that in a different light you would still be avoiding it but I mean, now I still do but but in the moment because when it's like you know when somebody be yeah. in your face you're like oh man here we go like shut down mode <laughs> um versus like later you're like all right let me, i thought about it and figuring it out whatever but yes like it's still another like a layer of trying to be open to it um open to something different thinking more about it instead of just doing the same old patterns but i think that's a perfect example of beginner's mind because and not even without like trying to do it intentionally but you're being open to what it could mm-hmm. lead to open to the growth open mm-hmm. to the partnership open to what you can learn and change even though it's still gonna suck sometimes mm-hmm. you're being open so i think it's really an openness um the last what it is not that i have on here is forgetting how to do things or what you know to a point where it's harmful to work okay. life and relationships like that i'm not saying being be a baby like you didn't yeah. forget how to don't talk play stupid that's the yeah, worst don't play that's dumb so bro like oh don't play dumb because then you're just dumb mm-hmm. don't do that that's not what i'm saying i'm not saying like go into a meeting like man i was listening to carly's couches weekend they told me to act like i didn't know what i was doing we did not say that We absolutely did not. But we did say is maybe you can be open and approach something in a new way. Maybe Mm -hmm. you can try to take the limits off and your blinders off and see like, oh, actually, 
man, maybe if we work with this this department, we could actually solve this problem a lot faster than if we just tried to do it in like ourselves. Did, did we have an episode on how to be more creative? Or something kind of similar. No, to but we need to. I well, don't think so. so what else you made me think about just now is like, you know, you're like, okay, put the way you might do things to the side a little bit or be open to new things. But like, how do you actually even do that? You know, mm. like, and I think there's um, probably a process to, or there can be a process to like how to allow yourself to be more creative. Um, but yeah, like how do you, cause we're so on automatic a lot of times, how am I catching, you know, myself to now try to shift it to beginner's mind. And if I'm getting ahead, stop me. Oh, no, no, you're good. Um, I think that you can just pause. And we always, man, the pause, that is the alternative name of this podcast is the pause. (laughs) So if you pause before you do something, if you pause before you avoid that conflict, if you pause before you go ahead and answer when Mm. somebody asks you for something, actually, let me think about that. And then, Mm. then maybe give yourself a chance to try to think about it in a different way. I'm sure there are a million frameworks that are tried and true about ways to be more creative and maybe we'll do a whole episode. Slowing down is always the key though. But bro, you can't mess up slowing Mm -hmm. down. Like you just, you can't. Like, mm-hmm. it's, it, there's just something special about that moment, and I think that that would be the first step to it. Um, we'll get into some other ones later, but I think that's a great first step to, to anything, even at work. And um, so that's what it's not. Another th- question that kind of came up when Lexi and I were talking about it, she was like, is it is it just saying, like, forget your past or, like, what's going on? And it's not. Um, just reiterating that it's not forgetting, you know, anything that you've learned. It's not forgetting your past with people or how they've treated Mm -hmm. you or what they've done, but it's just being open to, it doesn't always have to be like that. And because it was like that in the past doesn't mean that's how it's going to be in the future. And then how long do you think like that? You know what I mean? mean? Like at what point is it like, all right, now you ain't finna do nothing different. Well, I I think that's up to, to people and it's up to you if you choose to keep someone in your life who you know mm. is always like that but i think if it's still your partner see things as they are you yeah you still have to be grounded in what you see and what you experience but i think you could aim to have fresh eyes every time you look at your partner like every day i'm not saying we're not perfect i feel like i've read that like in um like relationship type articles and things like that i feel like they often mention things like you know try to have fresh eyes every day and you know like always be trying to learn about them and you know, just being open and and questioning and things like that. And I think that is helpful because it really is easy to, even if you don't think you're being, like, resentful, like, it doesn't have to be that deep. But, like, you know, as things happen, like, even especially if you see somebody, like, day to day and it's like, all right, you know, like, oh, you always leave this open or you do this, you do that. And, like, mm-hmm. it really just starts to kind of, like, you expect to be annoyed or you start expecting to be, like, frustrated with them all the time. And if you do use more fresh eyes, it is kind of like putting those things to the side or realizing like they're not that important. So it's kind of like a, a change in perspective a little bit. It, I think it is helpful, but you really have to think about it. You really have to be mindful and intentional. I think that's the big thing. But but also, um, once you get past 35, I think they says there's like a study that shows like 80 to 85 percent of your thoughts are the same. Like mm-hmm. if you don't intentionally try to think about different shit, you will have the same thoughts in your head every single day. And most of them are negative. Um, And so when you're thinking about these things, can you imagine the life that you're creating for yourself if those thoughts never go unchecked? If you think that just because something happened in the past or happened this way that it's always going to happen that way, that's a pretty boring life. I'm not going to say terrible, but it might be boring. And so challenging yourself to kind of be open. I wonder how you can catch, like, what those things are. Because in general, like, for sure, I feel like I, you know, like, 
typically I don't like hold myself back from new things or, you know, I'm going to be kind of pretty open or want to make life easier in, in different ways or whatever. But I'm sure like, you know, it's your blind spot for a reason. So I wonder like, how can I think about or find like spaces where I can kind of do more of that? Um, I would, my off the top recommendation would be to either make a note in your phone or like journal, like pick something like work mm-hmm. today. I'm gonna look at work and just mm-hmm. think about your thoughts and maybe start to notate whenever you have similar thoughts about things like over the course of a week or whatever. And then start to be like, man, you know, every time my assistant calls me, this is the mm-hmm. same conversation that we have. I have these same feelings and maybe there is a chance to look at something openness or get a new assistant here or whatever's going on. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think kind of just taking pieces of your life and examining them, like becoming mm-hmm. a researcher for yourself. Mm-hmm. Which, yeah, I think I kind of do that, actually. But I feel like there's always those couple things you're working on. There's a time, so it's like when I get to certain things, I'll get to it, you know? Like right now, like even right now doing podcasting, like I'm I'm really trying because in my brain, like my voice be wanting to just like jump, like, like just like interrupt. Like like I'm such an interrupter. It's the most terrible thing. Like all my, the people close to me are like, like, damn, shut up. Let people talk. And I've, I remember being told this from like so long ago, so I know it's just like a thing. But I really, when you said slowing down earlier, it's like, yeah, right now I'll be, I'm slowing down because I'm like, no, don't say anything. <laughs> like, I'm like, wait till she's slowing down and then talk. Um, so it's like really, it takes a lot of brain energy to like really think about it and like, no, like listen, listen. Like you may be wanting to jump in and say something, but like, no, listen to what they're still saying. And and then you forget what you had to talk about. But, but it actually progresses the convo better because like, oh, now you're not just saying something just to be saying something or they actually answered it already now you can move forward or whatever but yeah it's it's kind of a lot of energy just to even try to be aware but you I feel like it's like a few things at a time it's like I'll get to it because I'm already in the process of always thinking about something like that yeah absolutely and I think it could be like one thing a day it doesn't even have to be that deep where you take notes and do all this stuff you can just Mm -hmm. wake up and be like today I'm actually gonna look at where I live and look at my house and look Mm -hmm. at my decor and see what I like and see what I don't like and see what Mm -hmm. I could change like I think it could literally be like that or looking at your partner how could I look at them man it's so cool whenever Mm -hmm. we stop to think about it and we actually realize that we are the creators of our own reality Mm -hmm. life gets so exciting and so (laughs) just taking that pause Um, Another important question that came up whenever we were talking about this episode is just like, well, how do you actually let go of your past narratives to create that space? Which is, I think, Mm -hmm. what you were alluding to earlier. Mm -hmm. Like, well, what does that practically look like? And so the first answer, per always, is like self-awareness, but meditation. Mm -hmm. Taking time to pause and to slow down and just to see what the mind chatter, the mental chatter is doing, running around your head like Mm -hmm. crazy. Yeah, one thing... um that I remember from Kyle Cease that he said, like, he said he would do, he would meditate for, like, literally, like, two hours, two or three hours a day. And it's like, man, it's like, it seems like, okay, that's a long time just to be sitting there. But he's like, all right, at first, it's like all this, you know, chatter's going on, all these things. And he's like, after a while, it's really just, like, ideas or, you know, there's there's something kind of refreshing there in the silence or, like, you really hear a voice that's like, all right, this is what I need to do or this is where I'm going or, you know, like, you really get answers. Um, the other day I was laying on the table. I was getting my lashes done, and it takes, like, two and a half hours. And if you know me, I hate, like, sitting still. So I, like, every once in a while I just, like, Ugh, go crazy. And he'd be like, are you all right? <laughs> like, just had to take a second to freak out. But, um, like, this last time I did it, I, it was so interesting because I'm like, man, I'm, I had been in talks with um, a client that I'm trying to find 
finalize. And it's like while I was laying there, I was getting all these like ideas for things to do. And I was like, oh, these are good ideas. Like, I can't write them down right now, but I just kind of let myself just think about them. And now, like, I still remember them. But it's just interesting, like, when you take time to just be still, um, you know, I think things unravel or like they present themselves to you in a way that they may not when you're like trying to force it to happen like right when you're like trying to write something or think about what it should be or do it then um which is probably also why instead of procrastinating when you do have time maybe you set time to like brainstorm or just be chill but you have the time to let it come to you maybe that you know that's helpful in coming up with better ideas and more creative ideas also so this isn't just like you know oh I just the last hour and now I'm trying to think of something and me be quiet but I think in time if you give yourself space to be still like you'll get a lot of the answers at that time absolutely and um I've been convicted recently I'm rereading the untethered soul uh we need to have an affiliate page with all of our book links mm-hmm. but um rereading that and that should be a resource that we made just put some books absolutely I already thought of a tiktok for it mm-hmm. I've, been, <laughs> I've been like hyping up our tiktok so go follow us at Carly's Couch on tiktok but um it's, it's like working out. If I only worked out for five minutes a day, I'm not going to get very much. You're going to walk in, you're going to do two stretches, and you're going to leave the gym. And I started feeling that, that way about meditation. Like I need, I feel like it's important for me to get a little bit more serious so that I can have those mm-hmm. moments of free-flowing thought where I'm not trying to force things, where I'm not just like, oh, let me meditate just to meditate. It's like, no, I'm giving my brain like a chance to tire itself out like with the mental chatter so then I can actually get to the thoughts that I want. How do you do it now? Um, I've been doing 15 in the morning and sometimes 15 in the evening, just like timed. But I feel like maybe I want to do a little longer because I feel like sometimes at 15, I'm just getting into yeah. like the quietness and the actual like the little thing in my head has like calmed down enough mm-hmm. to where I can actually just be peaceful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Try a little bit longer and see what happens or what changes. Um, is it hard for you to be still during? Are you? Yes. Cause that's the part. So what I, what I learned before I started doing transcendental, transcendental meditation when I was just doing like guided or whatever what I really realized is it was less about the time and more about like oh at whatever point I realized like oh I'm moving the whole time like you know I'm scratching or doing whatever when I made it about like I can't move and then it's like literally like two minutes in I'm already like zoned out because Mm. I because I'm not my body's trying to distract me um and telling me like do this or smell this or look at that and it's just like when I tell myself like all right like I can't I'm like I'll be itching somewhere and it's like nope like, you just let it go. And then it goes away. But I think that's the real key, like, um, to, like, getting to in a zone place is if you if you find yourself moving a lot or you don't notice how much you move, try it that way. Absolutely. And I need to do that. And I need to stop saying absolutely because I hate it. But um, <laughs> every, time I, every time I'm clipping up the mm. podcast, I'm like, why do I do that? Um, the next step in actually trying to get past your narratives and, and be open um, to new awareness and to new possibilities is to notice when you're judging things man, and then questioning hard. it <laughs> yeah questioning it like man it's always that one made me realize that i was like damn i'll be judging everything it might have been reading probably reading something maybe untethered soul maybe something else like the first thing was like i noticed like oh certain types of thoughts are are judgment thought mm-hmm. um oh no 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 I, I, it's um deepak uh the spiritual six Seven spiritual laws. Yeah, seven spiritual laws. That's what it is. Because one of them is really about like you know stop judging things. Don't say in the morning like I will not mm. judge. But like you really have to be aware of your thoughts and to recognize also like oh that is a judgment on something. That's hard to. That do. is hard. That is um. You told That's me to so listen automatic. to the audio book and it's like a short forty five minutes. So y'all mm. should check that whole out. But 
that just trying not to judge anything all day is good or bad. It's not just bad things. It's also good. Um, but you're definitely a, a good step in if you can just, if you say a thing and like, oh, I'm in that ugly shirt over there. And then it's like, oh, no, I'm judging it. Like if you just start catching it a little bit. But it, it's not that blatant a lot of times. It really, um, just to say like, oh, man, this episode's not that good. Like that's a like you're judging it. But, you know, it's just, it's a lot. It's mm-hmm. a lot of your thoughts, I think. Yep, and we already mentioned, but moving slower and acting as if it's your first time to experience something, slight ways you can start to try this without feeling crazy or like, man, I'm a weirdo at lunch, like around other people, is maybe you just slow down because I inhale food, and so a lot of times I don't Mm -hmm. even get to enjoy the experience because I'm like, and it's gone. (laughs) And it's like you need to actually taste it. Cut out that audio clip. (laughs) And enjoy enjoy your coffee. Like actually taste your coffee Mm -hmm. whenever you wake up in the morning instead of just like making it another task, just slowing everything down. It could be anything. It could be like while you're typing on your computer, like, you know what I mean? Like just focusing in on your senses um, around different things. Mm-hmm. Um, and then play, like trying to be like kids and dogs, like trying to play, trying to have fun, trying to forget things. But I think if you take a moment and look at nature, you always learn things. If you watch little kids outside of bad ones, but they're not bad. Mm-hmm. They just have judgy know, thought. That is a judgy thought <laughs> outside of, um, you know, kids who are going through things and, and processing. But like mm-hmm. looking at how they act and how dogs are always so excited to see yeah, you. you leave to go I to the store. You come that, back, man. baby. I'm excited. How you doing? Mm-hmm. I just saw you 10 minutes ago, but you look even greater now like dogs be so hype yeah they're so (laughs) awesome i'm not even like a dog person i'm not a dog person like other people dog like i just let them walk by like i'm not about to be that person but like with like my people's dogs it's like oh like i kind of want one but i don't (laughs) um another thing you could do is start with more mindless activities so like brushing your teeth maybe you use a different hand um maybe you start in a different section like most people have a routine for things like when i'm in the shower like, I know, like, oh, I start down here and I move up this leg and then go over here. And it's like, if you really, and I've done this in the shower before, like, start from a different place or try it differently. It's like kind of weird, but it's like, oh, this is, I'm like, I'm really actually paying attention. And I don't know why I talk about showers so much on this podcast now. Um, but yeah, like, to really pay attention, like, even as you're washing each thing, like, oh, my knee or uh, my ankle and like, hopefully your feet and everything, like, you know, just paying more attention to those things. Yeah, and then practicing with whatever is in front of you in the moment, if that's work, like maybe you think about, you know, why this is how you set up your desk space, you know, to get to work or why this is here or whatever is going on. Um, And just noticing your thoughts and feelings and how stuff like leads your mind. And then the last thing is letting go of shoulds which really means that you had an expected outcome, I guess, and um, that you wanted things to be a certain way or expected them to be a certain way. Um, So it's like, I should have done this or that should have looked like this or, man, why is it this, you know, a thing that you expected? Um, And so to have beginner's mind is, I'm guessing, is like being more open to, you know, there's a lot of different ways that this could go or this could be going. And to be focused on what you should have did, it's like, no, you might be in the right space and like for the right things to happen. Mm-hmm. And that includes like other people in your life. Like um, if you feel bad and you're judging like, oh man, you know, I'm a sex, my partner did this or they should have done this. Like notice when you start to mm-hmm. should on other people too. Um, and why you need them to respond in a certain way or to do different things. I'm not talking nothing wild with disrespect, but like, you know, basic <laughs> things like, man, I thought they would be excited about this dinner. Mm-hmm. It's like, I wonder why they're not. Mm-hmm. I wonder. So, and look- when half the time stuff like that, when you're like trying to be in somebody's brain, it's like, oh, they are excited about it. They just don't, you know, sometimes they don't show things the same way or or, or sometimes it's like 
they aren't excited because this is you're excited about trying to get a reaction and they don't even care about food like that or they don't care about Italian. You know what I mean? Like a lot of times it's kind of checking yourself too when you're when you're thinking about how somebody else should be reacting. It most of the time is. And so it's a lot of just awareness and practice. Um, and the last piece I want to get into is why this is important. We talked about a lot of it, um, but just going into things. The first one is. It's yeah, we can lighten around these low key. Exactly. These pretty much like a roundup of, you know, the reasons why beginner's mind is important. And the first one is being open to possibilities. Um, it can give you new ideas. It can help you from being offended. Um, for example, like mm -hmm. we were talking about dinner, it can help you from feeling a type of way. Mm -hmm. So just being open to possibilities. Mm -hmm. Another is it, it's allowing you to be willing to learn. So and being open to different things and paying attention to, you know, just different details. Um, you're continuing to learn and figure out ways to do a thing. It helps you stay fresh and keep things interesting in mm -hmm. relationship and in life in your daily movements. And you definitely have more creativity because you're limiting yourself to have a particular outcome or expectation or way to do a thing. And so now if it's open and, you know, we can get more creative. It helps you to have less prejudice. Um, your tendency to judge a situation as good or bad will start to lessen. And according to Buddhists, our tendency to judge things as good or bad is the reason why we suffer. So as that starts to lessen, so will your suffering. I think maybe we should do an episode around judgment. Or have we? We haven't, but we need to. What's the other one we said? How to be creative, judging. All right, let's write those down. Because I, I feel like, um, and, I, and I know that has to do with Buddhism, because like with the same book I was saying earlier, it tends to go back to the Buddhist teaching. And so maybe to really flesh that out about recognizing judgingness and judgment um why you shouldn't like in the same way it's kind of like we're doing this episode i think would be good mm -hmm. um of course it improves your relationships because you know maybe you're allowing people to be more themselves uh, maybe you're seeing fresh things about them that you can appreciate them more and not take them for granted um and you're really listening to them and people definitely notice um, for sure with with a person like me who don't be listening <laughs> when i do like, oh you actually listen noticed right. and appreciate we appreciate yeah. greatly yeah it also helps reduce anxiety um fear of which is fear of fear or the fear of what might happen or you start worrying and projecting things um whenever you are practicing beginner's mind that starts to lessen because you don't have all of those preconceived notions around things and procrastination lessens as well so like if you don't have as much fear around like oh this got to get done in this way and this team you know you just I, I don't know i feel like it kind of loosens you to have a beginner's mind even if you have deadlines i i really feel like sometimes like an approach to work and things that have kind of like deadlines or need to be done it, have you noticed it seems like things like always kind of for for the most part there's been a couple times like damn i just dropped the ball completely but for the most part like things kind of work out like you know, you're thinking about an approach to something and then instead of you going ahead and writing like this 10 page manifesto about something, they're like, oh, actually, uh, um, let's just have a call about it. Or it's like, hey, can you just send me a quick bullet points? You know, or like you realize you didn't have to do as much as you were about to do um, or that you're more prepared than you thought and, and you don't need to do all that extra stuff. Um, so sometimes I think that it's helpful with beginner's mind to think to focus more on the thinking about what this thing is going to be versus the actual like trying to force yourself to do something. I think that's a big piece of it. And whenever you do that, I, you can have a greater flow. So in beginner's mm. mind, as you drop your thoughts about how things should be or have to be or have been, you're open to what they actually are. And then you enter this blissful zone called flow where you can do with just what you need to do. Mm. Um, the most important thing about flow is that it is always associated with a greater well-being. Beautiful. 
Yeah, so this is cool. So we hope that you guys learn a little bit more about beginner's mind and can think about or identify maybe uh, maybe a person in your life um, that you could try to approach differently or be more open um, about them or their behavior, or maybe it's around your health or work or something in particular. Um, but it's definitely important, and um, I think it's something for sure to, like, incorporate. The more, like, kind of childlike you are, which is so interesting that, like, across religions and, you know, different teachings, you kind of get, like, at least a vibe of these similar things that are, like, life lessons. Like, you know, approach things openly. Approach things like a child. Like, be ask questions and you know, you don't have to feel like you know everything um, and not necessarily judging everything. Um, I think these are all important concepts regardless that for whatever reason, I, I guess um, probably just different coping mechanisms or defense mechanisms. Like, you know, these are the things we started doing. Um, maybe it makes us feel more in control. Maybe mm-hmm. it makes us feel like, you know, we could we could do something or we know things and that's you know for our security. Um, but like really breaks that down. And allows you to like think less about stuff, so you're not as stressed. But you're also actually like more efficient. I think more productive when you're just like chilled out and not like all like wired up. Um, you know, some of the people who it's like they're more successful when it's like they're relaxed. And it's like how are you so relaxed? You got all these things going on versus the person who's like up all night trying to finish this and do that and do this. And it's just kind of like a different approach, I think, to life and like what's important. There's a quote that says. Um Something around, something to the effect of nature never rushes and yet everything mm-hmm. always gets done. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so to have a beginner's mind is to be open to possibilities, to be mm-hmm. more intentional, to move a little bit slower and to allow yourself the sense of wonder for all the amazing things and people around you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's so funny just again, like, and in the Bible, Matthew six thirty three, it was like, don't worry. Like the flowers in the field are straight. The birds are straight. Like they live their lives. Everybody's taken care of and so you don't have to try so hard um I think that's a major key in life is not trying so hard and if you're approaching it as a beginner that you already kind of have a step ahead absolutely so try that this week um let us know how it goes if you want some specific exercises just google mindful eating or beginner's mind exercises and I'm sure there's a million resources out there for you hit us at Carly's Couch on Instagram Twitter and TikTok and then this week's shout out I'm super excited shout out to Thomas Glenn Tag 2 Productions hey Tag for his first live show he produced um Talk in Tokyo uh, for the Olympics. So shout out to him. His hosts were Adam Rapon and LaChina Robinson. Um, and they had like Suni Lee and uh, Katie Ledecky and all these amazing athletes come on there and talk about their experiences. It seems so personable and relatable. And so shout out to Thomas and his whole team for doing that. That's amazing. Yeah, that's great. Add to their portfolio. Ching, ching. And this week's question, are we going to have them ask us or do we want to come up with something real quick? We can have them ask us a question. So if you're still listening to this episode, shout out Sanford. Um, <laughs> shout out Nate. Um, <laughs> this week we want you to ask us a question. I would say maybe via story or via a tweet, um, something where it's like we for sure could see it. Tag uh, Carly's Couch, tag at Carly Carpio or CC Fierce, and tag Lex underscore Topia. And just say, like, 151, that's the episode. Like, 151, here's my question for you. And I guess we'll say, like, we have to kind of answer it. So I'm sure y'all won't say anything wild, but something interesting. And maybe, or you know what, maybe whatever you could ask us is something we could put in our repertoire to start asking in the episodes. Because we need some more questions to ask, you know, our listeners anyway, just to get more stories out of you guys. 
Definitely. I almost said absolutely again. God. Um, well, definitely. Well, so, <laughs> ask us a question. <laughs> ask us a question. Play with beginner's mind this week. And thank y'all for tuning in. Peace out. Yeah.